He would probably rather sing you a lesson than talk to him because he's a singer, as you know. But he's also got a heart for God. Uh, and I wanted him to kick us off here at this campfire. So we're going to pray over him and let him talk to us. Let's pray. <laughs> Father in heaven, Lord, I thank you for Kevin. Thank you for these kids that are here to, to hear this message tonight and just for the coolness of the night, Lord, and just the blessing of being in the mountains. I just pray you'll be with him and help him to, to bring your word with power, Lord, and authority, your authority. We, we just thank you that you love us and just be with Kevin as he talks to us in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, we'll put this on you, Garth. this for a second. La, 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 la. No, just kidding. Um, Michael's asking me to, to do this, and uh, I always hesitate because I feel more comfortable singing in front of people than speaking in front of people, which I guess is kind of silly. And I'd rather sing in a group than a solo, so put me with a group. So I really kind of struggled on how to start tonight because you've had a big day and I know that you're, a lot of you are tired, exhausted, and you're just kind of ready to get camp started. So I thought I would start at the beginning. So that's where we're going to start. In the beginning, God created the world. A little bit later it says, and God spoke and said, let there be light. And there was light. And I was curious, I was like, that's interesting, he started with light. And I was trying to figure out why he would start with light, because, I mean, I would, I'd probably start with land, or, or maybe I would have trees first, or maybe I'd get the, you know, something else out there. But I got to really thinking about light, and why choose light for the, the first thing he speaks into existence? And I realized that light is life. You cannot have life without light. If the sun was to go out... To be honest, the first thing we'd probably do is freeze, but let's say we didn't freeze, the world would eventually die because there's no light to nourish it. The trees would, would wither away. I mean, we even see that in the fall. When they get a little bit less light, they drop their leaves, but if there's no light at all, they would just die, and the, and the, and the, and the vegetation would die, and the animals that eat the vegetation would then be die, and then the animals that eat the animals would die, and me, I eat vegetables and meat, I would also die. In fact, we'd all die without the light. And I just thought it was interesting that God would choose, let there be light as the first thing to create. And because he's wise and because he knows what he's doing and he needed light to sustain life that he was about to create. And, and so I really, I don't know, this is kind of be a I just happen to like light. I don't, I don't know if that's really weird or not, but I've always been fascinated by light. Uh, I love things that like glow in the dark. You know, I had a t-shirt not too long ago, and I'd, and I'd gone into the garage to get something, and, I, and I'd shut the door before I turned on the light. So, and then I saw something, and I realized my shirt glowed in the dark, and I didn't know that. I was like, look, my shirt glows in the dark. This is so cool. So, you know, I'm kind of weird. Uh, I love, like, uh, my son has glow-in-the-dark stars and sometimes we'll just in, in his bedroom we'll just sit and turn off the lights and look at those stars because it's cool in his room to see stars um i think lasers are cool you know uh i love animals that create their own light 
For example, a, a, a firefly creates its own light. It's called bioluminescence. As that completely blows my mind. These things called glow worms that glow. And, and I was watching a, a show the other day about deep water animals, and there's, this, there's certain kinds of jellyfish that, that produce their own light and fish. And that just completely baffles me, and it's just so cool. And uh, I could talk about all kinds of aspects of light, but I've chosen to just really to do three tonight, which is probably good. Um, the first thing I think that's interesting about light is just simply that it illuminates. And uh, when you're walking around in the daytime, the reason you can, because light illuminates everything. And tonight it's kind of hard to see because there's not a whole lot of light. But what a light you do see is illuminating these trees. Uh, it's illuminating your faces. And, uh, and when you go to your cabin, you're going to use a flashlight to illuminate your path so that you don't stumble over something, so that you actually can find your way. Uh, at, personally, at night when I drive, I turn on my headlights so that I can see where I'm going. And if you've ever had your light, uh, headlights go out, it's the scariest thing at night to have your headlights go out and you can't see where you're going. So a light just illuminates. It's just everywhere. Another aspect of light that I, that, that I think is pretty cool is, is I think light can be a beacon of hope. And, and I was thinking of, uh, I was, a, I was a, in training as a teacher, what student teacher, there it is, <laughs> there's the word. I was a student teacher and we had done, a, uh, I was teaching elementary and we had done a concert and uh, the school happened to be on the edge of town and um, teachers are always the last ones to leave and so everybody's already gone and I'm, I'm leaving and that night it happened to snow about six inches and it was just, it was just this beautiful white layer of snow and I was getting into my car and I kind of turned away from the school and I looked out and there was this just, just expanse of just nothing. And I could see about 20 yards out where the, the lights from the school was illuminating the, the snow. And then it was just black. And I just, I don't got this eerie feeling around, about me. I thought, what would it have been like to, to live in a time when we didn't have street lights? Like an old western guy on his horse and, and he's trying to find his way. And, and I looked off in the distance and I, and I saw a, a light. And I realized it's probably a house. And if I was that guy on the horse, I would have probably just gone straight towards that light. It was hope that I could find safety. And uh, they, lighthouses, that's, that's a beacon of hope. They, they put, uh, put lighthouses in, in very, in where they would have ships come through and to, to warn them of this is dangerous area. And when there would be fog, there would be, the lights would come on. This huge bright light would shine over the, the sea and the ships could know, okay, there's land over there so that it would help guide their way away from danger. So it's a beacon of hope. And the other thing about light that's interesting is it, it, um, it finds things in the dark. You know, it's a little bit different than illuminating during the day. It, it finds things in the dark. In fact, we're going we're gonna to try something. I, I, I hid something in this tree right over here. And I don't, I don't think you can see it, but take your flashlight and, and, and shine it on this tree. And if you can see something, try see if you can. That's not going to be real high because I'm short. Uh, so see if, can you all see it? Can you all see something? Now, see, I can see it now because you've lit it, lit it up. So, oh, cool. I can't reach it. Give me a light. Oh, it fell. Now I can't see it. Oh, well. See, look at this. Oh, there he is. All I needed was a light. Thank you, guys. Come back. 
Okay, you can turn the lights up now. You're blinding me. Well, you can, you can, okay, shine your light one more time. It's a teddy bear. There was a bear in the tree and you never saw it. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. You can turn your lights out now. That way I can... But the, the light illuminated the area so that I could find something in the dark. Oh, that's pretty cool. Thanks for your help. Uh, let, me, uh, let me let me start with the beginning again. I know that kind of is, is strange, but uh, start at the beginning of John. It says in the beginning. Does it sound familiar? It sounds like the first part of the Bible. In the beginning, the the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God, and God created everything through Him, and nothing was created except through Him. The Word, if you haven't figured it out now, the Word's talking about Christ. The Word gave life to everything that was created, and His life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. Here's something interesting about light and darkness. Did you know that you cannot create darkness? Darkness is simply the absence of light. You can have dim light, but you can't have darker darkness. You can't make a flashlight that shines darkness. You can only take away light. So therefore, the darkness can never extinguish the light. Let me go on just a little bit further. God sent us a man, John the Baptist, to tell about the light so that everyone might believe because of his testimony. John himself was not the light. He was simply a witness to tell about the light. The one who is the true light, who gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. This light is Jesus. Jesus is the light of the world. So now let's, let's kind of compare, compare this light analogy. So if light illuminates, then Jesus illuminates. Because Jesus is light. Jesus will alight your way. He will show you the way to go. He will light the path that will keep you from stumbling in the dark. Jesus, if light is a beacon of hope, Jesus is a beacon of hope. He is the beacon of hope. You know, I love Blue Haven. This is, I cherish this time up here. But I'm going to tell you the truth. This is not the real world that I live in. I wished it was, but it's not. We live in a dark world, and it needs a beacon of light, a beacon of hope. And Jesus is that hope. He is that light. The other thing that Jesus does, he also exposes darkness. We all have it. I have it. You have it. You might not like it, but we all have darkness within us. And Jesus will expose that darkness. Because he wants to help you get rid of it. He wants to help you get rid of it. Um, my parents, when I was younger, would tell me, don't look into the sun. 
because it'll hurt your eyes, it'll burn your eyes, it'll blind you. But I want to challenge you this week to look into the sun. Not the S-U-N, not the thing that comes up in the morning and goes out at night. But I want you to look into the sun, the S-O-N. Stare into the sun, the light. Look into the light. And some incredible things are going to happen. Because you're going to find yourself in a position where you don't know what to do. Okay, do I do this or do I do that? Well, let me tell you something. If you allow the light to show you the way, you'll make the right decision. If you allow Jesus to help you see the way, he will illuminate and show you the right path to go. But you have to seek him. You have to look to the light. Some of you, you're in a dark place. Your home life is a dark place to be. Some of you are dealing with depression. Some of you are dealing with just school stuff. And I know what it's like to be in a dark place. I was sharing with a friend tonight, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I was suffering. I, I suffer from a vitamin depression. I know that sounds weird, but um, I know what depression is like. And it's a dark place. And Jesus is a beacon of hope. And if you will focus your eyes on that light and go towards it, He will draw you out of the darkness. He will bring you to Him. So if you're in a dark place and you don't know what to do, just look into the light. Look for the light. The other thing is, is that some of you are going to have some dark places. And this week, when you look into this light, you'll find one or two. Maybe you gossip. And you never really thought about it. But Christ reveals something in you this week that maybe I need to stop gossiping. Or maybe you never really thought your actions were that of a bully. But God reveals to you this week. He shines light into that dark place. Let Him change it. And, and what I like about looking into the light is that if you look into the light long enough, and if you let the light illuminate you long enough, you're going to start to be transformed. You're going to start to be changed. And before you realize it, you're going to start to be reflecting the light. And I, and I, and I prayed and I was like, oh, please, Lord, let it, let it be a starry night tonight. But it's not. It's cloudy. That's okay. But this week you're going to have an opportunity to look at the stars. And I love the stars at Blue Haven. Because I live in a city where there's lights that kind of mute the, mute the stars. And uh, But when you're here, I remember we were just talking. I was a counselor almost 30 years ago. I'm getting old. We're getting old, David. That's okay. And I remember camping out with my campers. I did. I taught fifth grade, cabin three, for three years. And I just remember waking up in the middle of the night for some reason. And I had never seen anything like that before. There was more stars. I didn't know there was such a thing as so many stars. And here what was interesting is, is that I did not notice the dark. 
I noticed the stars. That's what drew my attention. And as we live in a dark world and begin to reflect the light of the sun, the light of the Son of God, we will become beacons of light in a dark world. When you leave here, that's what I hope you become. I hope you become a child of light, a reflection of the Christ. So when you go home to your dark world, you can live a life of light and people will be drawn to you and want to know what you have and why you live the way you do. And you can say, because I've seen the light. I've stared into His face. So my challenge to you this week is simple. As you study that you look into the sun and that you look into the light. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for your son. I thank you for the light. And I pray God over all these kids. that they will stare into the face of your Son this week and see the light and be drawn to Him. And I pray that these kids come and who are in dark places will be drawn to your Son who is the only one who can shine light into their darkness. And I pray, God, if there's spots in us that are dark and ugly... And it's painful when you shine that light on those spots. But I pray, God, that we're willing to let you do that. So that we can be transformed and reflect the glory of your Son. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you.